The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Remember the Thai cave rescue? What about the mission depicted in Black Hawk Down or the epic rescue shown in Captain Phillips? You've probably heard of all of these, but did you know that U.S. Air Force Special Warfare played a pivotal role in all of them? These airmen are the most highly trained warriors on the planet. Other forces like the SEALs and Army Rangers call on them to provide skills no one else can. Not many people make the cut, but if you think you can, visit AirForce.com to learn more. This is the Busted Open Podcast. You can listen to the full show Monday through Saturday from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM Fight Nation Channel 156. Welcome to the Busted Open Podcast. This is Dave LaGreca. On today's episode, WWE Hall of Famer, TNA Hall of Famer, and one of the greatest tag team wrestlers of all time, Bully Ray and I talk all about extreme rules. We break it down. Roman and Finn, Alexa and Charlotte, and Sasha Banks return. All that right now on the Busted Open Podcast. Bully, I I thought there was some good things. I thought there was some bad things. And I actually thought there was one great thing from last night. How did you feel overall about Extreme Rules? Uh, I didn't mind it. I I thought it was okay. Uh, Good at best. It was, and I think the thumbs down, uh, I think it was about 55% thumbs down on Extreme Rules, was due to the title and theme of the pay-per-view. You know, they're calling it Extreme Rules, and they saved the Extreme Rules stipulation or gimmick for the last match. They gave it to the last match only. I kind of like the idea of only one match having the Extreme Rules stip, because think about it. If we saw everything that they did in the last match in every match on the show or even two or three matches on the show... By the time you get to the main event, it's watered down and passe and the chair shots don't mean anything and the kendo shots don't mean anything and the tables don't mean anything, yada, yada. But it might be time to do away with the Extreme Rules name for a pay-per-view. I mean, did anything about last night other than the main event feel extreme to you? No, and even and even the main event, it almost felt a little forced, Bully. We talked about it for most of the time leading up to Extreme Rules. There wasn't any matches with an Extreme Rules stipulation, and then they hinted on it a week before for the main event. But even does, you know, does Roman Reigns and Finn Balor scream out Extreme Rules match? Is there enough of a history between those two where you have to have them in an extreme rules type match? Probably not. So I think this is more about bully. I hate to use the word filler, but it's it's not one of the, the main pay-per-views for the WWE. I think more people are looking towards Survivor Series, obviously, uh, in November, and probably even more towards Crown Jewel taking place the, next month than they did last night for Extreme Rules. 
Survivor Series should be interesting because we have the draft around the corner, starting on SmackDown and then ending on Raw. So going into the Survivor Series, everything that we're seeing right now, storyline-wise or matchup-wise, could be just totally thrown out the window because, hey, the draft happened and the this story is no longer a thing. They might just have to put it on the back burner until the next draft, which is not a horrible idea because I, I, I think a shakeup is needed in the worst way. I, I've said it on this show a hundred times. I'm an all hands on deck kind of guy. I don't like, I like the idea of the different brands like, I like, you know, uh, Monday Night Raw and Friday Night SmackDown, but I think that everybody should be available um, for the two shows. Um, getting back to last night, uh, I am interested in hearing what you thought was bad about the show, not because I want to hear you bitch and moan about it, but I'm just, I I'm genuinely curious what you thought was that bad. Um, and I encourage people to call in today. I put it out on my tweet this morning. I would I would love to hear from the nation what they thought of the show overall. Uh, if you didn't like it, call in and tell us why you didn't like it. Don't just trash the WWE and Extreme Rules just for the sake of it. Please do. And if you don't mind, Bully, what I'd and and listen, there's a lot to get into. And I think you just mentioned that some people were down on it because it's Extreme Rules and there wasn't really that Extreme Rules feel to the pay per view. You always preach that people are going to remember. The finish, and I think the finish to some of these matches last night uh, was a little wonky. The matches, I thought, were great, and we'll get into it, but I think the ending to some of the matches, you know, were a little disappointing. All you had to do was look out in the crowd for some of the, the endings that we got last night and, and listen to a lot of the crowd with some of the finishes that we heard last night, and you can understand that, but... It's like what we always say with the WWE. These are some of the best wrestlers in the world that are in the WWE. So when it comes to the actual storytelling and physicality in the ring, you're going to get that. But creatively, some of the finishes that we saw last night leave a little bit of a question mark over the whole event. That thought you just brought up reminded me of a tweet that I screen capped last night. And as you know, Dave, I always love to read some of the tweets that the nation comes up with from the pay-per-views or whatever shows we're watching on a daily basis and read them, you know, on our show when, you know, when the time's appropriate. And based on what you just said about people being frustrated with the finishes, um, this guy, Chris, chimed in. His name is Elite Morales. He said, I love the wrestlers. I hate the product. You know what? It's crazy because how often do I come on and do we discuss that this is not a re the wrestler's fault? They're going out there and they're following their marching orders. And if you don't believe me on that, or you want to, uh, you want some backup on that comment, Dave? Did you happen to catch any of the Seth Rollins interview with Stone Cold Steve Austin on the Broken Skull? I I did not. Okay, so when I talk about, you know, you can't fault the wrestlers, you have to fault, you know, 
creative. I mean, that, that's that's what who, who it's really on. Seth is telling Austin about the Hell in the Cell debacle with The Fiend and how Seth and The Fiend had a vision for this match going in. And when they presented it, it basically was like, nope, this is the direction that we're going to go in with this match. And this was a Vince vision on the match. And Seth was describing how difficult it was to be in the middle of that cell underneath that red light with the fiend and hearing the booze just pile up, not booze because of heat, booze because of hatred and disdain and dislike for what they were getting in the cell. And Seth talked about how when he came back through the curtain, he got into a stare down with Vince McMahon. And he said that he wanted to strangle Vince McMahon. He said that he wanted to get into an altercation with Vince McMahon because Vince's vision completely, in Seth's eyes, ruined the match, hurt the characters. And then the next day, Seth and and Vince had to have a real sit down. Seth said he was shoot hot about this went to the point that he wanted to get into a fight and you know i spent a year on the road with seth i never got that i never got that um vibe from him that he was you know that aggressive you know i would expect that from some other guys but not seth but that's how much it 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 irked him it bothered him i'm sure bray had felt the right way why do i tell this story it's kind of a backup to the tweet that we just got where chris says i love the wrestlers i hate the product In 2021, the wrestling industry and the the shows that we're presenting, the product that we're presenting, has to have more of the wrestler's vibe and feel to it. Look at what we're getting from almost every other company. There's a lot of really fun things going on. I'm not just talking about AEW. There's fun things going on. MLW, across the board. There's a lot of fun things going on, and it's because ownership, management, creative is allowing wrestlers to have a lot more say in what's going on. Hell, look at what happens when some of the guys and gals in the WWE do their own things on social media, and we're like, why the hell is this not on television? So it really is on creative and and like you said, Dave, a lot of the finishes last night you felt were a bit wonky, but these are the performers going out there and executing the vision of the of creative to their very you know best abilities. Yeah, and and obviously it wasn't the same reaction as Seth and Bray, but last night we saw Alexa Bliss come home. You know, Alexa Bliss is from Columbus, Ohio. That's where the pay per view was last night, and that and that arena bully wanted to cheer and 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 give her a standing ovation for everything that was she was doing in that ring. I mean, they loved Alexa Bliss. This is that was her hometown. And by the end of that match, because of what Creative's vision was for that match, you could hear a pin drop when she was on the top of that entrance ramp last night. It was, I mean, I used the word awkward. It was awkward, the ending of that Charlotte Flair-Alexa Bliss match last night. Because, man, you're not taking the temperature of the crowd and what your fans want to see in that arena. But it's the WWE's agenda of where they want the story to go that's going to dictate everything. And listen, all you have to do is, like, I, I, I bitched about it on social media. It's Michael Cole. 
Like, damn the facts, damn history when it comes to the WWE. This is the agenda that they're pushing. And, you know, for me, as somebody who's a pro wrestling historian that doesn't have the memory of a fly and just forget something a week after it happens, I'm sorry, but you're not going to convince me that Liv Morgan had the match of her career by beating Carmella in a pre-show match on Extreme Rules when a year and, I mean, I don't, I don't know, less than a year and a half ago, she won a match at WrestleMania against Natalia. But that's the agenda and the story that the WWE is pushing. So damn the facts, damn history. This is the direction we're going in. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters. Both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. The best part of spring cleaning takeaway is the post-clean clarity you get. It's kind of like when you find out you've been paying a fortune for wireless when Mint Mobile has phone plans for $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan. It's time to switch to Mint Mobile. All plans come with high-speed data and unlimited talk and text delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. Ditch overpriced wireless with Mint Mobile's limited time deal and get three months of premium wireless service for $15 a month. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash bustedopen. That's mintmobile.com slash bustedopen. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash bustedopen. $45 upfront payment required equivalent to $15 a month. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speed slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Warmer, sunnier days are calling. Fuel up for them with Factors, no prep, no mess meals. Meet your wellness goals in time for summer thanks to the menu of chef-crafted meals with options like Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Factors Fresh Never Frozen Meals are dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. So no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious, great-tasting meals. With 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week, you'll always have new flavors to explore. Crush your wellness goals this May with dietitian approved meals and ingredients that you can trust. Treat yourself to restaurant-quality meals that feature premium ingredients like filet mignon, shrimp, and blackened salmon. Head to Factormeals.com slash Busted50 and use code Busted50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code Busted50 at Factormeals.com slash Busted50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. I'm still having a hard time getting on board with Heel Becky. I understand that too. Just for me, it's... To me, it's not a, a smooth fit yet. Right now, it's a round peg, square hole. And if you hit it hard enough with the hammer, it'll work. But, uh, like, just the entrance last night, you know, um, people holding up signs that still, you know, that say the man. There are so many people there that want to love Becky. That creative is telling, nope, it's not time to love Becky. We have to hate Becky now. I'm really not sure why I should hate Becky so much. I mean, maybe I missed something along the way. But... 
it just it doesn't feel right. Yeah, the match was good. Match was fine. I get it, but I, I don't. I can't love <clears throat> Bianca Belair as much as I want to if I don't hate Becky Lynch as much as I need to. And I don't hate Becky Lynch. I like Becky. I'm not, I'm not talking about Becky as a person. I'm talking about Becky as a character. There's too many cool things that have happened with Becky. Becky's part of that groundswell, organic baby face getting over in the fans' eyes. Maybe if the WWE would invest in... A, a, a good heel that they were allowed to get real steam on. We could actually get some baby faces over the right way. And when I say baby faces over the right way, I mean to the next level, levels of a John Cena. Um, but yeah, uh, it was good to see Sasha back with the run in. You know, Sasha, one of the best. I mean top two women's wrestlers in the wwe and you know without a doubt one of the best performers it'll be interesting to see that they go in the direction with these three women i could see them maybe having a uh a three-way dance it's uh survivor series it's good for bianca if they want to push bianca having bianca be able to get a win on uh uh sasha and becky in the same night would be a big deal. Remember what it did for Jericho's career when he beat The Rock and Austin and became the undisputed, you know, unified heavyweight champion. Maybe the same route for uh, for Bianca. It's time See, to build I, Bianca. You know, I, and there's there's a lot of what you just said, and and one of the reasons of what you're saying about Becky is one of the reasons I liked last night. Last night I didn't really look at Becky a certain way because especially during that match the crowd seemed to be split down the middle between Becky and Bianca Belair like I I agree with you like especially from Smackdown this past Friday when when Becky takes the microphone it sounds forced it sounds scripted it, it it just does not connect. It doesn't connect one way or the other because you're right the fans want to cheer and I, that's why I really do think bully and I don't know this to be a fact but I really don't think that Becky was supposed to come back as soon as she did. It was just a month ago. It was August 21st that Becky came back at SummerSlam. Believe it or not, that was just a month ago. It seems like it's so much longer than that. I don't think she was supposed to come back at SummerSlam. I really do think that was an answer to Punk that weekend, and they had Becky come back. Because I really don't think Becky was supposed to come back until the draft. I really don't think she was going to come back until next month. And I think they rushed it, and now they find themselves in a place where they are now, where they're forcing, as you said, you hammer you hammer the square, the square peg in the round hole. You'll get it in there, but it's going to be forced, and they're forcing Becky. But that's why I liked the match last night, because the crowd was split. They were telling a story, and it was really about Sasha Banks' return. But I agree with you. People do not want to boo Becky Lynch. Why would they? And it's a tough spot for Becky to be in, and I don't know if it helps Bianca Belair at all. Well, if the if 50% of your audience is cheering your heel, how could it help the babyface? It, it doesn't in any way, shape, or form. And with your comment about bringing Becky back too soon and, and really not having it planned for SummerSlam, once again, last night, coincidentally, talking about Becky, let's talk about Seth. Seth was telling Austin about when he came back from his injury and how they just called him out of the blue. Once they knew that he was okay, 
and potentially could return. They just called him out of the blue and they sent him down to the PC for a week to get him cleared. And then they had him, you know, they brought him back up to Raw. And he said, with no plan, no direction, all they knew is they wanted me back. Same thing could have been happening with Becky. I, I just, uh, personally, as a fan, I, I don't want to buy, I, I'm not looking at Becky as a heel. Like you said, everything is forced. Yelling out to the crowd, these forced, you know, forced things. Becky is an uber babyface. She really is. And the only way Becky can become a heel is if that if she does something really bad to another uber babyface. I mean, yeah, Bianca's on her way up. But we got to really get creative and write some scummy stuff for Becky Lynch where the people do the people that love her take a step back and go, "Wow, that was that was too much." I mean, we love this girl and all. We've been we we've supported her ever since Nia Jax shattered her nose across her face, but n- yeah, that's that that that's not cool. Would it <laughs> bringing bringing Nia back as Becky's bodyguard would be interesting? <laughs> that, yeah, we'll see. And, and Nia right now is off the of TV at least for the time being. But bully, would it shock you in the world of the WWE if at this draft Becky gets drafted to Monday Night Raw, goes after Charlotte Flair in that title, and now Becky's back to being a babyface again? And everything that happened the last 30 days while she was a quote-unquote heel is completely erased. To me, that wouldn't shock me at all. Nothing shocks me in the world of pro wrestling, especially the WWE, ever since they came up with the word, the phrase card subject to change, which has been around for 100 years. And the WWE does not care about switching on a dime. It depends on what side of the bed Vince rolls out of and whatever he wants on any particular day, and they all have to roll with it. Yes, everything can change in an instant after this draft. And when Becky came back, I said, I believe the biggest matchup in the women's division, if you you are trying to sell out 100,000 seats and that's what's on the horizon yes I know we have Survivor Series yes I know we have the Royal Rumble but the big business at hand is Wrestlemania and AT&T Stadium Becky versus Charlotte straight up which is what the people wanted you know how you know three or four years ago whatever it was when you had to throw Ronda into the mix to make it your main event people wanted to see that match straight up I would have, if it was me, that's what I would have built up to from the day Becky returned. And the story would have been all about WrestleMania. And Becky should have gotten in Charlotte's face and she says, I'm here for one reason and it's for you. And whether or not you have that championship around your waist when WrestleMania comes along or not, I'm here for you. You are the woman, the, the woman that I need to beat. And I would have, from the day she came back, Dave, I would have made it about WrestleMania. And I would have had Becky Lynch tell Charlotte Flair, I don't know where I'm going to be on any particular night. I don't know what brand I'll be on. Whatever the verbiage is, I will see you in one way, shape, or form at WrestleMania. It's no different than planting the seed for one year like they did with Cena and Rock, where you knew the main event at WrestleMania 365 days out was going to be Cena and The Rock. Why not do that with Becky and Charlotte? Dave LaGreca here. Do you like pro wrestling? Good. Then you'll love the next 26 seconds. Listen to the Busted Open podcast featuring expert analysis from myself and my crew of wrestling greats. We break down the entire world of pro wrestling and more. That's what pro wrestling is supposed to look like. I'm passionate about wrestling. You can hear it. They call me. They call me. Dr. Love. You went with that one. 
What's Open Podcast. Subscribe today wherever you stream your podcast or listen on the SXM app included with most subscriptions. What did you think? Was it too wonky for you or are you okay creatively for what took place? I It was different and I like different. I can see how a lot of people were upset with it, but listen, m- most people who are not on the WWE bandwagon right now will bitch, moan, and con- you know, complain about everything. In contracts... Any type of contract you sign, there's a, a an act of God clause, which says, well, if something were to happen that they deem an act of God, <clears throat> you know, the, the, the contract is null and void. You've heard, we've heard terminology in, in, you know, in just our regular lives. It's called an act of God, correct? Correct? Yes. Last night was an act of God. That's what we, that's what we were to assume when we saw the match ended and Roman Reigns look up toward the heavens and pointed toward the heavens. Was it an act of God? Was it an act of, you know, an angel on his shoulder, one of his relatives that had passed away looking over him? Any and all of those above. It was a freak accident. And Roman was quite thankful for that accident because the demon had him on the ropes. The demon was protected with that finish. A lot of people bitching and complaining about it. Why? Is it is it any more wonky or unrealistic as anything else that goes on? Lily, people appearing and disappearing? I don't know. It's sports entertainment. Remember what Vince said, we make movies. Well, that was yeah. a movie ending. It top really rope was. broke. I think the top rope broke could have been I think the top rope breaking could have been done in a way which was more believable and palatable for wrestling fans. But he's not catering to wrestling fans. He's catering to the world of sports entertainment. And that was a sports entertainment type finish. I thought Uh, the match was worked well. I liked that they saved the extreme rules stiff for the last match. I think they should get rid of the word extreme rules, the the title extreme rules for a pay-per-view. I don't really think there's anything that, there wasn't anything that extreme about last night. You know, you know, the last match could have been could have been a street fight, could have been no DQ match, could have been anything. If if anything, I think they need to tighten up the rules on their three-way dances, on their, on their, you know, three-way matches. Because basically a three-way match is, is no different than an Extreme Rules match or a no-TQ match or anything, anything like that. But I, I liked the match that Roman and Finn worked. And how crazy, um, doesn't Finn's music sound like the beginning of Gene Simmons' bass solo before he that. spits blood? Exactly. It's exact. Go back and listen to like Kiss Alive 2 and listen to God of Thunder and Gene's bass solo. It's exactly like that. The same, the echoing, just hitting chords and the echo. That was, I mean, it was, it was quite interesting. Something that we don't normally see. It was the lights. And then there was the, it was Finn's entrance music in the background as well. Uh, it, it was it was creative. Is it my cup of tea? No. But but it, you know what? They're taking chances right now, Bully. Listen, this is the way of the WWE. Just like you said, this is going to be catered towards a younger audience. Because it's catered towards a younger audience, you're going to see more of this over-the-top storylines and characters like we saw last night. Dave, you asked me if I thought the finish was too wonky. You, you, what, what's more wonky, the top rope snapping or the fact that Finn's music just started to play right in the middle of the match? 
I, or that, you know, the heartbeat is being played throughout the arena and he's gyrating on the floor and being resurrected. It, it's when, all kind of the, the same. Yeah, when was the last time we heard entrance music just begin to play in the middle of a match to resurrect a wrestler? Never. <laughs> you know, so if you ask me what's really wonky, that's more wonky to me than a top rope breaking because I know a top rope can break or snap at any given moment. Listen, if you told me that the ropes were hit more times last night and the, thus the top rope, the turnbuckle was loosening up and then Finn stood on the top rope and right at that exact second, the top rope snapped. Yeah, that could happen, which is kind of what they, you know, the, the picture that they painted last night. Um, you mentioned Freak that it accident. protects the demon. It protects the demon, Finn Balor. Are they? Wh what happens to Finn now? Obviously, we know what's on the horizon, and that's Brock Lesnar. Uh, but Brock Lesnar is not somebody that's going to appear on TV every week. So is this the end of Finn in the main event picture against Roman, or do you think this is going to continue to play out till we get to Crown Jewel? Ask me this question after the draft. Okay. It, nothing matters until uh, October 1st, uh, th th until the dr draft is over. Nothing. It doesn't matter what they do tonight. It doesn't matter. When's Cr Crown Jewel is after the draft, right? Yes, it's after the draft. Okay, and even Crown Jewel is kind of like this, this side thing. They'll kind of follow storyline a little bit, but, but not really. After the draft, I can give you a better assessment of where I think guys and gals will end up. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour, and they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com, to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. If a friend asks how you're doing, and you say, I'm okay. When the truth is, I don't want my problems to burden anyone. Or you say, Hang it in there. Because, If I ask for help, they'll just think I'm weak. Then this is your sign to call, text, or chat. 988 for free, confidential support. Anytime. You don't have to hide how you feel. Honestly, I would have liked to have seen, and this would have been more Hollywood creativity, blah, blah, blah. Imagine if Alexa would have been sitting there crying over Lily and then let out a blood-curdling scream and all of the lights went off in the arena. And when they came back on, Lily would have been back in her arms, put back together, as if Alexa's scream could resurrect Lily. I don't know. 
whatever. I mean, it's 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 not bad. I mean, there's a lot that went wrong. Uh, first and foremost, they were in Columbus, Ohio. That's you know where Alexa is from. So that fan, the, the, those fans last night wanted to cheer for Alexa Bliss, wanted to get behind Alexa Bliss. So you do whatever you can to get that kind of reaction because obviously Alexa's playing the babyface here and Charlotte's the heel. So this is the perfect time to get that positive reaction for Alexa. I thought the perfect time to end the segment was after everything was said and done, Alexa was standing on that announce table screaming, and the fans the fans gave her a pretty decent pop. And then they decided to just have her go into the ring, crawl into the ring, pick up Lily, cry over Lily, then drop her, scream, pick her back up again, hold the Lily in her, cry, and then scream, and then roll out of the ring, and then fall on the entrance ramp and scream, and then a really bad attempt of foam at the mouth, which, you know, whatever, things go wrong, but my God, Bully, like, maybe not the best idea to do a close-up on Alexa's face when she's got, you know, roll aids in her mouth, and you can clearly see it on her tongue. Uh, but every as awkward as it was, we just talked to somebody who was there in the audience and said that it was awkward. It was even more awkward watching it at home because everything that they tried to do camera camera wise and everything else just went south quick. And it just ended like you could hear a pin drop in that arena. And that's not how you want to end the segment, especially when that crowd wants to cheer Alexa Bliss. And it'll be all forgotten about by tomorrow. Probably. You know, Probably. I, last, night, last night you tweeted about something and I gave you the answer that you love hearing the most. I said, because. Yeah. You're like, why did they do this? Because. That's the reason. Because, like, yeah, the, the roll-aids in the mouth and everything like that. It has to be shot the right way. It has to be done the right way. When was the last time Alexa Bliss had Rolades in her mouth or or, or Alka Seltzer in her mouth, having it foam, you know, to make it foam up to look good on camera? Probably never. So you want to shoot it in a way where it'll look believable. And I I wouldn't have done it. Why did she need to be foaming at the mouth? There was no reason, and I'm My sure. My God, you know, she needs to. The the doll has her so broken up that she needs to foam at the mouth. No, she doesn't. She could be crying and distraught and yelling and screaming. She can look like Sissy Spacek and Carrie, all bugged out and you know nuts. But no, we don't need her foaming at the mouth. What if it goes wrong? What if I forgot the kaboom? Yeah, and and this this is like they're you know this is like the it's not as bad because that's a main event match and you're expecting something here i don't know what you were expecting i really don't i didn't know what to expect in that match last night between those two so you know like it was just awkward and i don't know why bully you don't pull back and go to something cut to something else because that was just like you said it went on forever forever that segment went on i just Cut to something. It's not working. Move away from it. Especially with the production that the WWE has. Try to do something to distract people from that ending. You see, Dave, I find it... Tell me if you disagree. I think we, me and you, are able to break down pro wrestling a little bit better than we are able to break down the WWE's version of sports entertainment. 
because how do you really make sense of like let's just say the alexa bliss thing i can understand her crying over the doll being destroyed and painting that picture but staying with it as long as they did and trying to get that picture of the the, the shot of the foaming of the mouth this is one man's vision on what he thinks is going to work we obviously disagree with his vision on certain things how do you really make it right well you're not gonna make it right what else could they have done well they could have shot it a different way they could have not stayed on the shot for so long yada yada it's not me like me breaking down a wrestling match if i'm breaking down a wrestling match 9.9 percent of the time i'm gonna be dead on balls accurate that's not me patting myself on the back just that's just me being around for 30 years and kind of knowing what this is supposed to look like, feel like, blah, blah, blah. But when you do the Alka-Seltzer gimmick or anything like that, hey, that's just Vince's vision on entertainment. So we watch it, we see it, we either like it, we don't like it, and tonight's Monday Night Raw. Yeah, and you know what, Bully? They're going to package that in a way that it's going to be pleasing to the eye tonight on Monday Night Raw. Let's face it. They'll take the highlights. They'll add music and sound effects. And it's going to have, you know, it's going to have the effect that they wanted to have happen last night. And Bully, you know, this is the new WWE. Obviously, WWE has always been sports entertainment. But now they're really going out on this limb here when it comes to certain things. I think here with this new direction of the company bully, we're going to see a lot more of Alexa bliss and Charlotte Finn Balor and Roman. I mean, we're going to see more of this character driven over the top supernatural, you know, things that aren't my cup of tea, but this is what the WWE is going to do. And you're either going to like it or you're not going to like it. And they're hoping to attract a younger audience. That's the goal here. They're hoping to attract like this, this younger audience or, you know what, the WWE lifer that's going to just like and love everything that the WWE puts out and defend it. I mean, I saw a lot of people defending that, defending the end of the Roman Finn match. Hell, a lot of people are arguing with me, Bully, about... Some of the things that Michael Cole said last night that was outlandish. You're going to have your WWE lifer that's going to love everything, and they're hoping that this new direction is going to attract a new audience. And, Bully, it might. It might work. So just getting back to the Cole thing for one second, Michael Cole was saying that the demon had never been defeated, correct? It had never been defeated in the WWE. Okay, Ed. Has the demon, the character of the demon, ever been defeated before? He has been. Where? He was defeated in NXT by Samoa Joe. Is is the WWE now recognizing championships won by Charlotte Flair in NXT? I believe currently they are not recognizing those titles. Correct. So that's why they're saying what they're saying. That's their gray area right there, that the demon has never been defeated. They're talking about the demon on the main roster. As if if it happened in NXT, it doesn't even matter. Because championships in NXT should matter a lot more than whether or not a guy decided to put on his face paint. And if they won't acknowledge the championships, why should they uh, uh, acknowledge the demon's loss? That's why you got what you got from Michael Cole. Yeah, and, you know, even more so now, and that tells you the difference between NXT a year ago. 
I don't, I think you're right. I don't think they're acknowledging NXT. The WWE is SmackDown and Raw. NXT is this 2.0 developmental show that's on USA on Tuesday nights. They, they are no longer acknowledging this as a third brand. Case in point is what Michael Cole said last night. And I think you're right. I think in the eyes of the WWE, that's true. You know, if if the New York Yankees farm, you know, somebody was in their you know, farm league for the Yankees strikes out, doesn't count for the stats when you actually get called up to the main roster of the New York Yankees. And that, Perfect point. Yeah. Perfect, perfect, perfect point. The main roster is the main roster, and NXT is purely developmental at this point. Bully, I think they, their attitude is, hey, we're going to throw things at you on Tuesday nights. If you like it, great. If you don't, no big deal. That that NXT is a viable third brand. That's done now. It's over. We're probably not even going to acknowledge at one point that it was a third brand. Case in point, when, when the Demon lost to Samoa Joe... NXT was regarded as a third brand. That is no longer the case. It is no longer a third brand. Thus, the history of NXT has now changed in the eyes of the WWE. Thanks for listening. Catch us Monday through Saturday on Busted Open from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM. Fight Nation, Channel 156. The Busted Open Podcast. Busted Open is part of the SiriusXM Podcast Network. The executive producer is Ed Robinson. The associate producer is Gabby Laspisa. Andy King is the director of sports podcasting for SiriusXM. Special thanks to SiriusXM Senior Vice President of Sports Programming and Podcasting, the legendary Steve Cohen, and SiriusXM Fight Nation Program Director, Marissa Rivas. Sirius XM Podcasts. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Spectrum One is a big deal. You get Spectrum Internet with the most reliable internet speeds, free advanced Wi-Fi for enhanced security and privacy, and a free Spectrum Mobile Unlimited line with nationwide 5G included, all while saving big. For the big speed, big reliability, and big savings you want, get Spectrum One. Just $49.99 a month for 12 months. Visit spectrum.com slash big deal for full details. Offer subject to change. Valid for qualified residential customers only. Service not available in all areas. Restrictions apply.